This episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items. And occasionally, you'll get an item that will burn the flesh directly off your hand or kill you instantly. It's spring-loaded. If you open the box too fast, <laughs> the trap will spring and the grenade will go off and it will be all over. But if you'd like to take chances to get epic geek and gamer items, you can go to uh, lootcrate.com forward slash unpitchable and use the coupon code unpitchable to save $3 on your first subscription. You guys this like month's it. theme is Home Alone. This month's theme this month's <laughs> theme is the future, isn't it? Yep. Yes. Futuristic. And it's futuristic Home Alone items that you can use to booby trap your mailman. Anyway, yeah. go to lootcrate.com forward slash unpitchable and use the coupon code unpitchable to save $3 now. Now! Nerd garbage. Welcome to Unpitchable, a podcast about fake sequels and movie mashups based on real movies. I'm Nick Kage. I'm David Johnson. I'm Tim Catania. Awesome. Tim, you wrote something interesting this week. I, I didn't write it. It's true. It's life. Okay. So I was driving uh, to work and I saw this mom and her son walking. And it's like, you know, a Monday morning. And she's bringing her son, just this kid's walking behind her. And he's got this little bag, kind of look like a suitcase. And so I just kind of thought, what if that kid's a lawyer? And, um, you know, like, <laughs> I just don't just imagine uh, this little kid's, you know, got a normal day job. He was also barefoot, which I felt was like, man, this is the Montgomery streets. You're going to get tetanus aids. <laughs> um, but anyway, I just wanted to pitch an idea, not not for a movie necessarily, but for like maybe a serialized drama called Kid Lawyer. Uh-huh. So what do you, what do like you guys this. think so far? I like it. What do you guys think um, about the title? Perfect. I, it, Could it, this be a it, sequel to Cop and a Half? Um, actually, every time I think of Kid Lawyer, I think of Cop and a Half. If that makes okay. <laughs> so, and that had what? That had uh, Quit. Who did it have? Reynolds? It had Burt Reynolds. It had Reynolds, Tom Selleck. It had it had both. Uh, uh, I don't well, remember Tom <clears throat> Selleck. Does it really have Tom Selleck in it? Hey, David, what was the theme song you came up for Kid Lawyer? It has Burt Reynolds in it. It <laughs> is. It's Burt Reynolds, guys. I said that. Yeah. David, what's the theme song you came up for uh, um, with Frickin' Lawyer? Chicka, 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 pa, 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 pa. Chicka, 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 pa, 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 pa. Kid Lawyer. Is this the theme from Shaft? Pa, 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 Chicka, 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 pa, pa, pa. Putting in bullies in prison. He took down a whole group of white supremacists. Kid Lawyer. Shooting up racist dead. <laughs> what? What? what, what, what? <laughs> you just like well, he turns and he's like, no one will believe. I kind of, I kind of tipped our hand to the season finale. Oh there. crap! When he like can't get the law to get rid of the racists, so he shoots them. Uh huh. Man, he's like a kid from Cop and a Half. And then he picks up a dirty, hairy revolver with the word "law" etched <laughs> into the like barrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Kid Lawyer's the best. Kid he definitely Lawyer. shoots it. It just goes flying because the recoil on those things. Oh yeah, insane. no, he's dead. Hey, who are we <laughs> casting as Kid Lawyer? Uh, Haley Joel Osment. Done. Uh huh. But as an adult, but playing a kid. <laughs> and they they blue screen part of his face so it doesn't look like he's got this giant head with a kid face on it. It just looks like a kid face. Now uh-huh. is Kid Lawyer like an apprentice lawyer or like a full fledged like his name's on the on the door lawyer? Well, we wouldn't call it Kid Lawyer if he was an apprentice. We'd call it Kid Apprentice Lawyer. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> kids could be lawyers. We don't know. That's why you got to be careful around kids. That's why you can't. Well, kids are do- they're the kid doctors for real. So there's got to be a kid lawyer somewhere. Well, sure. Like in Mexico, there's probably kid doctors everywhere. <laughs> no, but like you know, like there's like 15 year olds who like go to college and like get law. No, this is no kid lawyer is like maybe six. Okay, so and his mom just- drops him off, and he's like dragging his blankie in. Okay. And he says, like, really adorable Latin phrases. Habeas corpus. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, they get on the stand, and uh, the drug dealer is, like... He's definitely got, like, a tra- step stool all the way up to the witness stand. <laughs> stare, right, stare right in the eyes. And then, <laughs> and then the, and the, the, uh, the guy on the stand is like, man, I can, I can out-intimidate you. 
when the kid gets up there and he whispers in his ear, he's like, I'll kill you in your sleep. Because <laughs> there's nothing creepier than a little kid. <laughs> anyway, I feel like this is already a success. And Oh, yeah. Kid Season Lord, two definitely. is where we actually learn about kid doctors of Mexico. <laughs> or he has to break them out of the drug trade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ever since the mass Good. murder I committed, I've been wandering. <laughs> and it's him and him learning the Mexican legal code, which, oh, by the way, no which one. is just a picture of money. <laughs> please don't kill it us, cartels. Like, please, this is this is our bribe. Please leave. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, good. You guys want to go get into it? On to movies. Yeah. Yeah, Tim. Why don't you go first this time? All right. So I brought I brought a movie that I'm not feeling great about. Um. Now that I read it again, but I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, Airbud, I got Airbud 85. I don't remember where we left off. Okay. Uh, the Fast and the Furriest. <laughs> okay. All right. And I'm thinking this is a take on, you know, maybe like Fast and the Furious has been over for 20 years. And they're like, well, we could license out this uh, this franchise to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, other people. And they can make their own movies. Yeah. So it's very similar to the Fast and the Furious Um Except for, I think, like, the Vin... What's his name? Dom? Dom. It's, uh, Dominic Papetto would be the dog. <laughs> you mean, you mean dog, dog... Yeah, Dominic Papetto. Dog Papetto. Um, dog Papetto. There you go. I like, I like to think he says, I live life one, one dog mile at a time. <laughs> a dog mile, Nick, uh, is shorter than a human mile. I didn't know if you oh, knew yeah? that. One seventh of a, uh, of a human mile? Yeah. It's whatever the distance is from one couch to another. <laughs> That's a dog mile. That's a dog mile. Listen. Okay, so, so it's really funny that you brought this up because I did happen to ironically watch Fast and Furious last night. The original. I don't so, think you can ironically watch Fast and Furious. Cause no, I love, I love, I mean, I'm meaning it's ironic <laughs> that I, I guess it's really not ironic. It's just coincidental that I watched it last That's night. That's good you did because I haven't seen it in like 10 years. Well, to, to be fair, like, you say you accidentally watched it, but we all know. I didn't accidentally. I said coincidentally. A coincidentally two different watched ones. it, but we all know that Mindy puts you to bed with that movie on. <laughs> she tucks me in. My wife tucks exactly. me in and lets me and listen like, to Dominic Toretto she walks, every night. She walks out and you're like, Fast and Furious. And she's like, what? Fast and Furious. Turn on a Furious. And she's like, Nick, it's 8 o'clock. You really need to go to bed. Furious! And you get all mad until she finally turns it on for you. Uh, it's the only way she can get me to leave her well leave, leave the hall light on okay <laughs> so uh she puts me to bed in, in a car shaped bed though. yeah you, oh yeah you have, you have <laughs> an adult sized car shaped bed <laughs> um do you have direction or would you like me to start uh, no I don't have any direction okay perfect I already have direction I'm ready for this alright um, I'm excited when I have direction. So, in the original Fast and Furious, I'd just like to remind you guys that they're stealing—they're stealing Samsung DVD players out of trucks. So they're stealing Betamax players in this one. <laughs> I think that these dogs are like hunting down um, laserdisc players. No, no, eight-track players. Sure, <laughs> floppy disk. I drives. think they're. Those are all good suggestions, but I think these dogs are. This is, let's make this dog centric. They're hunting down. Uh, Dog-shaped Betamax players. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is not what I expected. Okay. All right. (laughs) Dog Betamax players, because in the dog world, technology gets there slower. Okay, fair. Uh, I like it. But they're they're hunting down PetSmart trucks. That's all I really cared about was the PetSmart truck. Which, oddly enough, they sell Betamax players? Yes, for dogs. I'm okay with that. So, can I make a suggestion? We did a, uh, we did a, an Airbud, let me see, a long time ago, ages ago. If you've episode heard it. Episode three, if you'd like the exact episode. Yeah, if you suffered three, episode three, let me see if I can find it. Airbud five, Vietnam. I don't know if I did that one. That was, oh, that led into Airbud six, his narc is worse than his bite. Yeah. Um, and. Airbud five, Vietnam? Yeah, that's where he gets, sets up his alcohol, alcoholism. <laughs> that's remember that? Because right, remember, he becomes a therapy dog. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, so, so he, he had a, you know, a drug bust in a school. That was basically 21 Jump Street with dogs. So now, <laughs> he's gone on to go undercover with this gang who are stealing, uh, pet smart trucks and using them to get free dog food. How about that? Okay. <laughs> that's where it's at when you're a dog. Uh, 
right? Yeah, it's all about the dog food. Uh, so, can we... I know The Rock's not in the first Fast and the Furious, but... We can add him. It's okay. We can do whatever we want, Tim. The world is our oyster. Uh, right? Well, so... No? No, it's cool. So we add The Rock. Maybe The Rock is like some... Uh, he's a dog walker in this. He's, a, he's the, uh, the Humane Society or whatever. Pet control. Oh, okay, you're saying he's actually... The, the rock. rock in this movie. Or maybe he works out enough and he becomes a dog. Because my go-to for these movies really <laughs> seems to be just, like, making, making the, the rock, rock some other object. <laughs> so maybe... So date, my favorite thing you've ever done is turn the rock into a boat. Well, so. let's see if we can fix that. And make him a dog. Uh-huh. What kind of dog do you think the rock would be if he could He's be a He's a Presa Canaria. I need you to go ahead and Google this. Uh, <laughs> Spell that for me. Mantis. P-R-E... S A space C A N A R I O. Can we just agree the do- that the Rock is a very muscular dog? Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so my next question is: Are these dogs like? Can they t- communicate telepathically, like Homeward Bound? Or are they like baby geniuses where they can talk? I think that honestly, both of those are the same. Yes, that is the same dog I was looking at. Um, okay. <laughs> that is a very muscular dog. Now, I think that these, uh, I think that these, they can communicate, and I'd like to go ahead and throw just, a, you know, a little wrench in there. Um, what if, what if the Fast and the Furious cast became Animorphs in, like, Fast and the Furious 20? Okay. I like it. This alien crash landed, and he had this glowing cube thing, and they all touched it, and they got the ability to turn into an animal for two hours, I think is I, I'm trying to think of what I remember from Animorphs, and if you stay too long, you turn into Tobias. Man, he had family problems, and he turned into a hawk. Gosh, dude, I forgot all about Animorphs. My whole life is just made right now. I hope they read. They better reboot that. That's it's never going to happen. Listen, though, Tobias, dude, <laughs> stayed a hawk. What? Where is parents? Like, not freaking out. It's because they're alcoholics. <laughs> it's a sad story. <laughs> So anyway, maybe they got animorph powers. So the the whole the uh, the rock definitely maybe the rock wasn't there to get the powers, but he just works out till he's like in the shape of a dog. <laughs> Can I come too, guys? And they're like, "Holy crap, dude! What the heck?" Oh, the rock, goodness. stop! That's what they said. <laughs> this movie's going nowhere, but I'm okay with it. And Paul Paul Walker is is back as Paul Dogwalker. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like you can just see him in the background on a couple scenes. Well, it's P A W Walker. Paul Walker. <laughs> yes. No. I like it. Uh, so so maybe like what kind of car would a dog in a film drive? What would be their uh, equivalent? side car to a motorcycle? I th- I think that's a good one. I think also maybe skateboard. Oh yeah. I think I've seen that's the dog a on a Segway. If we Google it, I'm sure we'll find it. Um, no, don't you remember on Robin Big, his dog would ride a skateboard? Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like, that's uh-huh. <laughs> trying. To, they have to send in the dog cops. They're the taking cop down. Cars. They're taking down PetSmart trucks. Well, on ever since I saw that Prius commercial, and I'm seeing that uh, police officers are using Priuses now. I'm pretty sure the skateboard could outrun them. So, <laughs> uh, so, uh, so what? what <laughs> What happens in Fast and the Furious 1 other than someone getting beat to death with a wrench? Because I can't remember, honestly. Um, um, well, in this one, somebody should be beat to death with a massive bone. Yeah. Or what if we throw a wrench in here and it's a wrench? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we... All right, so Airbud has to infiltrate a gang of dogs taking down trucks. We know that. So, like, maybe the commissioner Buddy, comes in and he's like... You've done everything, Airbud. You played basketball. You served in Vietnam. You went undercover in a school. You hang glided. You learned to parachute. You gold medaled in the Olympics. <laughs> I mean, maybe like he's done all those things, and the the commissioner's like, "But I need you to do the hardest job yet: become a st- common street thug." <laughs> and that's where this starts, you know? Okay. And, and I like it. Um. So. So they're taking these uh, trucks down on skateboards. Uh-huh. Can they still have nitrous? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a, that's a, they have like a little switch they put in their mouth and they just bite down on it. It's a little squeaky <laughs> it's toy. It's a little like rip cord that they it's pull. A, it's a squeaky toy. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I like it. Um, Good. Because what is a Fast and Furious movie without some NOS, really? Yeah, I mean, for real. And where they race a quarter mile, but it takes up at least six minutes of the movie. Uh-huh. 
Even though you could probably walk a quarter mile in six minutes? Yeah, but for dogs, I mean, a quarter mile is like a couple feet, right? <laughs> yes. I'm sticking to this dog mile joke. I don't know if you guys have caught on yet. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is my only thing I had written down for this whole film. Um, Hence <laughs> <laughs> the me going like, maybe this isn't a good idea. <laughs> So so okay so that so that uh, Airbud joins them and then he realizes like so is what Paul Paul Walker realizes they're not bad people is that what happens yeah yes and he kills all the cops so they stop getting chased what happens that they like get on the cops good side what if he turns them all into cops and then they're all just he deputizes like, them all deputizes them all as Airbuds I'm the Alpha I'm the Alpha I'm the Alpha that's what he says over and over and over again. <laughs> I say he deputizes them all as airbuds, and then they all go play basketball as one team together. And they take the world by storm. <laughs> and then they win the the Olympics. And they win, they, they they gold medal in the Olympics again. I never would have thought you got a second gold medal, Airbud. Commissioner's real proud of him. <laughs> but it's not like the Olympics. It's like the Goodwill Games, like in, in Mighty Ducks. Remember the Goodwill Games? It was like the Olympics, but not. Yes. No, yes. I don't remember, but I'm going to take your word for it, because you've seen that movie <laughs> probably 2,000 times. Uh, everybody's the worst um can that clown be back maybe he's antagonizing the dogs maybe he's like a a side story (laughs) yes this uh, maybe the clown is making them get the uh food trucks because he he eats the dog food (laughs) yeah i like this yeah and Uh, so like uh paul walker um paul walker has to go in and uh (laughs) <laughs> go in and help them, you know, get out from underneath the grasp of this clown. What was the clown? I feel like we were saying Paul Walker, like, paw cants. Yeah, basically. <laughs> what was the Happy Slappy? That was the name of the clown. Sure. Yeah. It was. It really was? I'm pretty sure. That's yeah, it was Happy name. Slappy the Clown. Mr. Yeah. Happy probably was it. I feel like Happy Slappy is oh, just. Oh, 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 what's this? Oh, a random Google flew in. <laughs> Oh, get, it get that it's out. happy slappy time! Woo! Yeah. It's happy slappy. Uh, he's he's like I'm gonna read you the description on the Disney Wikipedia page for him. <laughs> Norman Norman Snively is the main antagonist of Airbud. He is an alcoholic clown named Happy Slappy, who is the original owner of Buddy. He tends to talk very loud and fast. So I don't believe that. He's played by Michael Jeter. He's dead. Mm-hmm. In real life, oh yeah, dang! Who's gonna replace him? He died in a, a weird. Oh, he kind of looks too. like Beans now. <laughs> he really does. If like you're listening and you're like, "Who's Beans?" You can look at even Stephen Beans and see him like, yeah, nowadays. Not yeah. on IMDb. You have to go find it. Yeah, you gotta go find. You gotta go to the deepest as part of the security. Web. Yeah, <laughs> he's not mall security. He's saying his uh, helper yes. who uh, okay, happens to have a gun security. and a badge and tases people. All right. <laughs> So I don't have anything for this movie. So uh, let's wrap it up. Oh, let's yeah, wrap I got this you. Movie. I got you. You ready? Yeah, I got you. Just replace all the people in Fast and Furious with dogs, and everything else stays the same. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your thirty second pitch. FYI. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I think we have a gold mine here, and that given enough time. And enough monkeys on typewriters. This has already been written. Um, and I think we should send it to the writers, let them polish it off, make this movie, make some cash. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna pitch the 30 second pitch, and then we'll go, we'll go from there. What do you guys think? Okay. All right, do it. All right, uh, Airbud 85, uh, the Fast and the Fur- Furriest, is, is a film about dogs um, who like fast cars and slow women. <laughs> 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 that's it that's my 30 second pitch uh, done <laughs> I like it it's my up, favorite movie you've ever done up next is uh, Unpitchable Recommends or doesn't uh, as it may or be or doesn't recommend yeah so uh, can I go first on this one too yeah go for it so this week guys I had an experience <laughs> I had was it religious <laughs> you could say did you see Jesus that there was a lot of praying after um <laughs> I went to Burger King, uh, and they have a thing called the the Mac and Cheetos. No, it's a uh, it's fried little 
uh, poop shaped Cheeto, uh, <laughs> like like almost like mozzarella sticks, except for they're full of macaroni and cheese. Oh my god! And they're dusted supposedly with Cheeto dust. Oh. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and you know because you guys know I'm a, I'm what, what people like to call a foodie. So I'm gonna go ahead and describe this in foodie words. Um, yeah, what's the mouth feel? Mouth feel on, on a scale of one to ten, I would give it a four. Um, not because it had bad mouth feel; it just had so much. It felt like eating a, a whole entire feast in one bite, except for you were you were Every, like everything's made out of cheese. Yeah, and it wasn't good at all. It was real <laughs> bad. And so, what I was gonna suggest to everybody listening: go get this, enjoy a food stunt, tweet about it, put it on Facebook, and then immediately after you'll you'll be paralyzed for twenty four hours. <laughs> That's what happened to me. Um, it's it's scary because like you know you can't move. You can still breathe and stuff, which is beneficial to being alive. But for the most part, you're you're just paralyzed. It's uh, it's cool though. I mean, like they're decent. So like, so w- were they crunchy on the outside? I mean, I understand they're fried. They were so right. yes, they were they were fried and they they had more crunch than a mozzarella stick. Okay, okay. So they weren't like they weren't terrible. But they also tasted like grease pouches. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were kind of, I don't know. And then I was like thinking, what if I cut one of these open and just tried to get the macaroni out to see how much actual macaroni is in this? Uh-huh. But then I started I looking know. at it, and it, I think it might just be blended up macaroni and cheese. It's not good. The whole thing? Yeah. Inside it. <laughs> well, yeah, inside of it, definitely. But it's not like... I don't know. It, it looked like someone chewed it up, baby birded it back into this little <laughs> poop shape, this cheetah poop, and then they <laughs> sold it to me for like a dollar eighty nine. I I almost got a uh, a hot dog from Burger King with it, just to top off. My you should have, dude. It, then you could have told us about how the doctor removed three fourths of your intestine. <laughs> You're like, hey Tim. Oh, well, t- well, Tim wasn't here to start the podcast, so we just decided to go ahead. And then that's like that for three weeks. <laughs> and then, like, uh, d- while you guys are recording again, I just come online. You're like, what the heck? It's like, I hope, I hope I'm synced up, guys. Listen, I had a bad trip. Like, a real bad trip. I woke up to another country with some man's blood on my hands. I was holding a beating heart. Okay. It tasted better than the Cheetos. <laughs> um, and that's that's what would happen. So, I would recommend it. Eight out of ten. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, my recommend this. I am recommending this. So I found this podcast a while back, and I always tell the guys about it. But it's called "How Did This Get Made?" And I know there are like thousands of bad movie podcasts on the internet. But "How Did This Get Made?" is uh, it's got hosts like Paul Shear, who's um, from league. like the league and uh, Nick Swardson's Pretend Time and stuff like that, and then it's got a uh, June Ra- uh, Raphael and Jason Mantzukas. Uh, Mantzukas. Jason Man- Mantzukas is Rafi from the league. Um, Manzu- Wait, no. Let's talk about the origins of Mantzukas. Like they're Man- handing out last names, and he's like Mantzukas. They're like, you can't. What? No, wait. Come on. You have to name yourself after your trade. Trust me. Call me Mantzukas. They call me Manzuka, and they're like, you got to compromise. All right, Manzukas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, that just took, no, you're good. caught so me off my guard. Favorite, uh, not every episode of How Did This Get Made is great, but the best ones, actually, ironically, are the ones they do live. Um, usually, like, they'll take over an auditorium and people come out, but the best live episodes, they do Fast and Furious 5, 6, and 7, and those are just downright ridiculous. Um, and they spend most of the time just making fun of the movie, but they also point out stuff that makes you just wish they wouldn't talk. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like giant plot holes and stuff. Yeah, just plot holes that are, like, just stupid that you would have never really thought about until they bring it up. And they always have guest hosts. Like, uh, a while back they had John Mulaney on one <laughs> um, and Pete Holmes on another. But it's just really one of those things that I, like, it's kind of like my guilty pleasure because it's not... It's not cleanly edited either, so it's just li- – I mean, they just outload it live. But they're all actors, so they all are pretty polished when they talk already. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so it's it's a lot of fun, and they're all just crazy. Uh, in fact, most of their episodes lately have been live. Um, the cool. only downside is they post, like, 
two episodes a month, and sometimes they post really dumb movies that I don't really care whether they're bad or not. Like, they did The Avengers, but not the good Avengers. They did the 1998 spy film Avengers. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, they've done a couple musicals lately that have been pretty terrible, um, but... Like not terrible enough to really talk about, but anyway, so it's a it's I a like great podcast. Yeah. yeah, I haven't listened to it's, it at all. So now that you've officially said it on air, I might give it a try. I need you to it. commit. Like, is it worth it's, it? It's where I would give it nine out of ten stars on a podcast. Really? Because I gave the Cheeto eight out of ten stars on a <laughs> podcast. So, um, <laughs> Tim, how caught up? How caught up are you on uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine? All the way. Okay, Jason Manzukis is Rose's boyfriend. Okay, <laughs> that guy's great. That's that dude, yeah, he's yeah. freaking hilarious. Oh, anyway, man, sorry, that guy's just, so good. Pimento, Agent Pimento, yeah, Adrian yeah. Pimento. Pimento, yeah. Gosh, it's such a good show. Okay, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> um, I've got um a recommend. It's a TV show. Uh, I don't. I don't think either of you guys are watching it. Um, it's uh, Preacher. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg uh, wrote it. I think it's Evan Goldberg. Anyway, um, they they like did the story. Uh, let me be clear. It's a based I know on who comic. Seth, I know who Seth Rogen is, but who's the other guy? I'm not being funny. He's like Rogen's writing partner on just about all their films. Huh. Okay. Um, all right, go he's on. He's not an actor as far as I know. Okay. Um, it's based on a comic uh, that's been around, I honestly don't know how long, but for, for a while, um, of the same name called Preacher. It's pretty good. Uh I kind of had some reservations going in. I've read like maybe f- the first five comics and um, I wasn't sure like how, cause I mean, it's obviously uh, it's about a preacher and it kind of gets into like God not being like around anymore. And like, I wasn't sure if it was going to be sacrilegious or not, but they're doing like a really, really good job with this show. Um, it's really cool and interesting. It makes you think about some, some things a little differently, but uh, the best thing I can say about it is like, it's just, it's really fun to watch. It just feels like this kind of like, um, this just wild ride. Uh, they, they do so. It almost looks like a movie. Like I, a lot of TV shows now do, but like they do like a, the cinematography in that is just a really good, good deal. Um, and there's an interesting character on there called, uh, Cassidy. He's like a vampire and, uh, he's probably like the best part of that show. Can um, I ask you a, a question? So I've actually read the first, well, most of the first volume. I was kind of, kind of like grossed out by it a little bit. Um, is it, like how cringeworthy is it? I don't I don't know what it is. Like you'll have to tell me off air or you can tell me now and we'll cut no, it out. Just, just don't worry about it. Just, like like but, there's some stuff that happens just like with the sheriff that's pretty messed up in the comic. So it, nothing has like that has happened yet. Okay. Yeah, in the comic um, it's it's pretty rough, so I was just curious. I, I would give it like I, I would maybe give it like the first two episodes a watch and you just see. Like it's yeah. it's not near mm. what you think. Like there's there's two characters in there that are basically angels, and you no, nobody, the audience, nobody's aware of that. And there's a pretty like hilarious fight scene, and they just get like wrecked, and then they're like back later. Yeah. So like it's just like it's super cool. Like you're just like uh, what yeah, is I mean, happening? Like, that, so like when I read the the vo- first volume, it had a lot of charm. Like it was interesting, but yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's a just a heads up. That's a. Mature television yeah, it's show for, for our, sure. It's on for AMC. Our younger listeners, potentially. I know we yeah, do. A it's on AMC, podcast, so it's so. not like super, super terrible, but it's definitely very violent. And um, I would just probably uh, equate it to like, um, probably like Sons of Anarchy, but not near like the amount of like sexual content. It's mostly just violence. Yeah, just uh, use use your discretion. Is really yeah. all I was wanting to point out. That sounds cool. Well, it's, uh, it's written like it's written by Vertigo Comics, and they do uh, Hellblazer too, and that's like a solid comic line. Yeah, yeah, Constantine. Um, yeah, so it's really cool. I think you should check it out if you have an interest in kind of like supernatural stuff. And um, I'm really a fan of supernatural stuff that that brings religion in in some way because um, they always manage to look at things differently. Um, so uh, it's really got my attention right now. Hmm. Sounds interesting. All right, so up next, Nick's movie. Okay, so you guys have your choice between Facing the Little Giants, which is a mash- mashup of Facing the Giants and Little Giants, or Little Giants Big League. So what was the first one? Um, facing, facing the Little, little Giants. Giants. Okay, and what was the second one? Little Giants <laughs> Big League, which is a mashup of Little Giants and Little Big League. Um, I... My vote is uh, Little Giants Big League. 
That's my vote, too, so Tim, you don't matter. Um, uh, <laughs> what about Little Giant League? Can I go with that one? Uh, little Giant League? Big Little Giant League. Big Little Giant League. It's, it's Little, little big Giant's giant Big League. Um, so for our listeners who haven't seen it, Little Big League is about a kid whose grandpa leaves him the Minnesota Twins. And he ends up firing the coach and decides to enact himself as the coach, which is basically Rookie of the Year. Zany but it's take on Rookie version. of the Year. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the great value version. And then Little Giants is about a team of kids who weren't picked to play uh, football. And so they're the misfits. It's like ch- it's replacements for kids. Um, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. And so it's actually really funny. It's got uh, Rick Moranis in it and Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill, yeah. Um, do you guys want direction, or do you want so to just take... can I just go ahead and, like, I don't know if this is your direction, but um, I know if this was a movie that was actually getting made, I want the kids to be playing against actual NFL players. Thank you so okay, much! Okay, I was going to okay, say, that, that has to direction. be the way to go. Yeah, okay. I mean, like, I want it brutal, too. I want, like, the yeah. first kid sacked, like, out. The one kid's wrapped in, like, that uh, mattress liner, or whatever the heck it is. The foam, and he gets tackled, and then like they unroll it, and he's just he's just a skeleton. Oh, Jake! Yeah, so, no, yeah, that's Jake. Yeah, yeah. So let me pad the details to tell you how we get from where we are to where they are. So, okay. um, we're gonna say this is in the future, not too far in the future, but in the future. And what happens is, um, you know, we're kind of in a society where everybody can identify with whatever they want to be, as much as they want to be, and. Kids have all the rights in the world, and if they want to do it, they're allowed to, and nobody can tell them no. And millennials, uh, hmm. yeah, millennials, I'm right? So, on this, but I'm I'm millennial, and so um, a group <laughs> of kids who get shunned from a local football team uh, create a network of like misfit kids to start their own professional football team, and because they're kids, and oh, nobody wants wait, to offend so, them, so can I like add in here? Yes. They have to have more than what is it, eleven players on the field? I may have just made that up. I'm not a, I'm not a sport. I'm not a good sport. <laughs> okay. But they have to have they, in order to like match up with football players, they have to stack on each other's shoulders. Oh, so it's my three goodness, kid it's per, per player. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, okay. Um So it's like so chicken ahead, fighting David. mixes with football. Yeah, except yeah, for it's like if chicken fighting was very one sided because an adult was literally running over uh, three children stacked up on top of each other. Okay, all right. It's visually in my head now. Continue. All right. um, and so they start this league, and they decide, yeah, because there's so many misfit kids out there, they decide that three kids per one professional football player. So they start a, they start, um, a team, and the team is able to play. And so they their coach sets everything up, and um, during the first game... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, just the thought of three kids per one adult. They're wearing the uh, the assigned uniform of a trench coat to hide that they're, yes. they're not children. <laughs> Maybe that's how they get in. They trick their way in. Okay. <laughs> Little rascals. So yeah, I kinda that's where I'm at, really. So is, uh, can I like can I make a suggestion? So like they play their first game and it's uh these football players and you know, the seven hundred pound football players that can run like a mile in two minutes. Uh-huh. Versus uh the skinny kids who didn't even get picked for Pee Wee. Uh, stacked up on top of each other, and they uh-huh. get demolished. And the coach is like, we had three kids die today. We've got to do something. Thank goodness I got those release forms. And then, uh... Oh, he, man, is he going to dope them? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> good. He's like, hey, look, I'm buying pizza after this. And then, like, the <laughs> audience sees him sprinkle some powder on it, and we're like, oh, this is getting, this is getting <laughs> sketchy. And then they eat it. And then the one kid, like, wakes up the next morning... And he's got Spider like Spider Man like reflexes. Okay, he doesn't need his glasses anymore, just like Spider Man. <laughs> um, okay. Can I can I make an alternate suggestion? Yes. Okay, so you can say no to this because I don't want to say no to you. But I was thinking like in Little Giants, they can't win out of pure strength and ability, so they have to do trick plays the whole time. So what if no? So like, oh, what we're talking about here though is like in Little Giants, they were facing the team. Of kids that were just slightly more athletic. But in this movie, they're facing grown adult men who get paid millions of dollars 
to hit each other. <laughs> like, so, so, so like, think, even if they dope up, they're still going to lose. They're yeah, still going to lose. What I think Tim's trying to say is this is just giving them powers to withstand being tackled by a grown we man. Just, all we're doing okay. is setting it up that they won't die instantly. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're making sure that they live through the first act. <laughs> Basically. But the good news is there's so many misfit kids that, like, when one kid dies, they just put another kid in. Well, yeah, no, that's true. And there will be kids dying, even on the steroids. Let's not go crazy here. <laughs> the steroids um, are a dangerous thing, kids. Like, if I got tackled by, let's just say, like, the kicker. If the kicker came out and tackled me, I would die. That is, you know, and I'm a okay. grown man. I'm, like, 230 pounds. Like, 6'3", six, six, 230 pounds. I got tackled by the shortest kicker. In the NFL, I would die instantly. <laughs> so, like, yeah. these kids getting, like, bumped in the hallway by one of these football players, they'd blow up. <laughs> so I think I think they need a, a competitive edge just a little bit. Can yeah. their coach still be Rick Moranis? I was going to say, like, be... Rick Moranis is definitely still their coach, and his assistant coach is his brother. Uh, okay. All right. And Rick yeah. Moranis has been juicing for a while now. He's pretty yeah, Rick Moranis is like Rick Moranis looks like the rock. Yeah, no, wait, wait, wait. Uh, so like through the beginning of the movie, he starts taking the stuff he's given the kid. And then throughout the movie, we slowly transition to actually being the rock with uh, Rick Moranis wig and glasses. <laughs> and doing his best Rick and Moranis impression. <laughs> so, all right. So uh, I'm assuming that these kids get in there. And they're they're pretty ripped, you know. They they've been practicing, and uh-huh. uh, so like, what team are they going to face? Like, that's important, I think. Um, let's go with the Dallas Cowboys because they're prominent. Have the Dallas Cowboys won anything? No, 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 no. You're let's not, go with the Patriots so that they can cheat. Okay, okay, done. Because the the <laughs> Patriots are just going to let air out of the ball like immediately. That's the only thing I remember about sports. Hashtag the flake gate. Ha, sports. Ha. Um. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, like the, the logistics here don't matter, right? They make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like they're yes. they're a shoot. I for mean, the Super that's Bowl. the end goal. Is like we just have a montage of like kids just like dislocating other players. Keep talking. We're gonna do a montage again. Are you okay with that? <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. Um, so they're they're playing football, and it's like, yeah, they're doing trick plays. Like, oh, boom, you thought we were three kids. We're actually four, and he jumps off the one's shoulders, and he catches – he intercepts the ball, and he runs it to their end zone, the, the, you know, the end zone. And he's like, boom, got, got me a touchdown. down. Now what? And then, like, maybe another <laughs> trick play is, like – Ha, there were no kids in that. That was just a trench coat that we starched up. Ha ha, I got you. <laughs> Classic technique. <laughs> and then maybe one is like, ha, I've been on your back the whole time, quarterback. <laughs> you never you never knew because I'm so tiny. I think I was going to say, I feel, like there sh- I feel like there should be some sort of trick play with itching powder. Um, okay. Maybe. <laughs> they they, they just put make itching powder ridiculous. on the ball. No, they just cover themselves in itching powder. And then when they get tackled, it's like, <laughs> I don't want to tackle them anymore. <laughs> Itchy. Uh, <laughs> yes. And maybe okay. one of the trick plays is the kid has a gun. <laughs> like, where'd you get that? No. Dad left it a no. lot. And then no. he fires no. uh, uh, fires no. directly at the quarterback. No. And it hits no. him. It wings him right no. in the shoulder. But you know what? No. The quarterback goes back out there and he still plays because he's a professional. Because he's a man. He's <laughs> a man. A doped and, up kid. And the kid can't aim worth crap. Always go for the torso, kid. <laughs> That's what the coach says to him. Can the villain like can the one of the villains be Spike from Little Giants still? You well, yeah, Spike, but all right? grown up. Yeah, Spike, just a grown up Spike. Like he's still like with refrigerators and stuff. And he's like, that's I'm all he knows how to do. Methamphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like when you're on meth. You're pretty happy. Okay, apparently <laughs> the happiest drug in the world. So maybe he's maybe he's a professional football player, and he's yeah. on the Patriots. I like it. <laughs> I guess I should figure out how to wrap this up. Let's say that they lose the Super Bowl, but they all get participation trophies. And what if, what if, I mean, yeah, that could be it. What? They need to do like a massive trick play, like the Hail Mary of the game. Like it's, you know. It's just them committing sepathy. Hey, I know this really doesn't matter, but who's the, who's going to be the halftime show act at the Super Bowl? I just want to know. Um, The Black Eyed Peas again. That was the worst Super Bowl halftime show I've ever seen in my entire life. They were all like, it was like us talking, trying to say a joke. They were at, at the same time, except for they were singing a song together. 
It's like I'm singing louder, so this is my song. <laughs> that was what was happening. Okay. All right, done. Um, All right, go on. So, so maybe like they're they're down. It's like uh, I don't know sports numbers, and they're down by one touchdown. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I refuse to do sports math with you. Uh, <laughs> they're down by one point, and they're like, if we can make this, we can put in overtime, double double overtime, and. And we can, uh, you know, maybe win the Super Bowl. So what's the big play? Like, I feel like we have to result to trick plays. No, I mean, that, of course it is. But what is it? That's the question. Like, what trick? All right. Well, well the big could play a group of in, little the, kids in the movie do. was the annexation of Puerto Rico. Oh, I can't believe you remember that. Yes, maybe, maybe the new I'm play is that's where the fat kid sits knowledge. on the ball. Maybe it's a uh, maybe they uh, maybe this play is the annexation of Pacific Rim, and they become a giant robot. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, yes. And they're just like <laughs> punting players, and they're like, "I didn't know we had this strength, but when we work as a team, even we can tie a game." Yeah, because they don't so win. They all loop together as one giant person, like all of them, mm-hmm. all eleven of them, and they uh-huh. just walk down the field well, with the ball together. Thirty-three of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. And then they just they just walk they walk it into the end zone. They're like, "Well, that was crazy." And then uh, I think they win. I think it's important they win. Because the Patriots are cheaters. And I stand okay. by that statement. Aren't you a sure. Vikings fan? I'm pretty sure you're a Vikings I, fan. I, I've, I, I, by proxy, a Vikings fan, yes. Okay. Uh, so I hate the Patriots, I guess. I don't know. I'm just doing, right. just doing my sports talk, doing my man thing. Just something to talk <laughs> yeah. about. We talk about cars, now we talk about sports. Bodacious babes. That's what's next, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that how you, you be, mans? Hey me that, uh, hey me that wrench, that Allen wrench. All right. Let me yeah. let me throw down let me throw down a thirty second pitch and and we'll move on to bodacious babes. How about that? Oh gosh, David, you better have a bodacious babe movie. Well, <laughs> sure. Okay, so thirty second pitch is um, in the era of participation awards. Kids can identify as uh, professional sports players. Three, so three a group kids. of misfits. <laughs> What? Three kids for every one professional Yeah, sports three player. kids for every one adult. <laughs> Recognized um, as a as a human being. Yes. Uh they form a misfits professional team where they when they play against professional players and work their way to the Super Bowl uh using trick plays. In which uh the final trick play is a transformer style play where all thirty three kids on the field com- combine as one giant kid and they just by the power walk the ball. of teamwork by the power of teamwork they win the and, Super Bowl and the play is called the annexation of Pacific Rim. I like it. Done. I feel like David has a uh, a movie here. He's gonna just swing for the fences and we're gonna leave today better than we were before. Yeah, that's film. how that always goes. It's a Disney classic sequel. It's Bambi 2, Fawn of the Dead. <laughs> All right, so I know, I'm sure you have a little bit of direction. Uh, I have no direction. All right, so maybe it. Bambi's mom comes back from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, the, you know, the most crippling and depressing death. Yeah, in, yeah uh, the single most worst moment of Bambi's life. Mom? Mom? <laughs> and Thumper's like... It's not your mom, baby. It's not your mom. <laughs> and then he's like going to go like kill baby's mom. And he's like, going to bound up on her and then just like he wants jackhammer well, with her back with his back leg. Maybe jackhammer her at head. this point they fought some human zombies and some deer zombies and Thumper's like jumped and kicked them and broken their necks or, or whatever. <laughs> blew up their brain. And then he's like, it's not your mom, Bambi. We got, you know, you, you got we've got to put her down. And, and then uh, Thumper's like, I'll, I'll do it. You shouldn't have to. And Bambi's like, no. I'll do it. This is first confirmed kill. Okay. Yeah, and he and that's that's the beginning. That's the opening credits. That's the opening credits. <laughs> so Bambi, um, not knowing how to kill and having to stomp his mom to death for like I don't know twenty minute credits. <laughs> title title pops up on the screen. Bambi two, Fawn of the Dead. Fawn of the Dead. I, like I hate it. to tell you guys this, but Patrick Stewart starred in Bambi 2 in 2006. No. Okay. No. Dead serious, if you don't believe me. No. Okay. <laughs> You're going to be so disappointed. He's going to be disappointed. Okay. Well, he started he the wrong Bambi 2. Yeah. Well, this is Bambi 2, 2, Fawn of the Dead. Sure. 
Yeah. Okay. Except for it takes place after Bambi 1, and we don't recognize Bambi 2 at all. But yeah, sure. Okay. Let's just sleep at night. Um, so, like, you hear that? You hear that, Patrick Stewart? Whatever Maybe helps you sleep at night. Maybe this is a standard zombie movie. So, like, it's just a comment uh, a comment on, uh, you know, global warming. Maybe the state of humanity and the human condition. <laughs> and, and hunting. Uh, okay. And then it's also, like... You know, just roaming the streets trying to find some place that's safe. Um, so, all right. So the deer, deers can bite humans, I think, is important. Um, I think this is where we actually start to see humans a little more in, in the Bambi uh, series. Um, and uh, so in, in this world... I, we've still got some semblance of government. Do you think that they still enact like a uh, like a hunting limit to how many zombie deers you can kill? <laughs> yes. <laughs> now don't go crazy sure. out there. We don't want the zombie deer to go extinct. They're like, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's just actually a deer in like a judge suit, like <laughs> in a judge robe and wig, and he's like, you can't hunt all the zombie deer. The, like, hunting wildlife, this guy looks uh, like a deer. the hunting and wildlife. The hunting and wildlife. Department, foundation, whatever it's called, is like, no, yeah. sorry, look, we can't let you kill off a whole species. And they're like, they're zombies. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, so I, I have another suggestion. Can we, we can we decide how the uh, zombie virus happened? So um, maybe when Bambi's mom got shot, she fell into some radioactive material and it mixed with her blood and brought her back to life? Well, yeah. Really? I mean, like, so remember there was like a fire at one point? Yeah, sure. And uh-huh. maybe I, I think that yeah, maybe that fire was actually caught by like a nuclear plant meltdown, <laughs> um, a little further down in the in the woods. Yeah. Um. Or or just like a really yeah, like a bad like moonshine still explosion <laughs> gone wrong. Okay. Um. So uh, back back to the hunter thing because now I'm just kind of fascinated with how you would hunt zombie deer. So normal deer, from what I know, uh, is that hunters like grow like. Uh, green fields um, that like attract the deer to feed them so like <laughs> would hunters just like be throwing like basically chum like oh yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> okay I just I need to know uh, how you hunt a zombie deer uh, I think so that's what we need to I really think get really into. you know you, you throw out you like tie a brain on a fishing pole and you just like <laughs> cast it directly into the forest <laughs> and you just reel it in slowly and then you probably got like 20 or 30 deer following it by that point and then, I mean, at that at that point, it's not really fun to hunt anymore, because like when you go hunting, well, you don't ever see any animals. You just shoot into the into the distance, and hopefully, you you catch a deer and not a hunter. <laughs> but in this, it's like, well, I guess that assault rifle I bought has a purpose. Take that thinking, government, and then you mow them down. <laughs> I was thinking. So, like, what if Bing Rames is still in this, like, in Dawn of the Dead? Um, of course he is. And, and like, he's, like, he forms, like, a team of hunters to hunt down the zombie deer. Um, I don't care how he hunts them down, whatever you guys, that works. But I want there to, I want them to still be in a mall like they are in Dawn of the Dead. But I want the deer to, like, surround the mall. Kind of like a, kind of like... What's the movie with the Will Smith? What if uh, uh, I am Legend? What if this is I am Legend? This is how it goes. All right, so we do the opening scene, and then it cuts to the mall, right? And you've got all the humans at the the Buckmaster Expo, all right? <laughs> and Buckmaster was like, you know, what would be really fun is if we released a bunch of deer in the mall and we just let people shoot them. And uh, so that's why they have all the deer. Okay. Well, the guy doesn't realize <laughs> okay. that they've turned zombie, and he lets them go in the mall. I think. All right, so I think this is a good plan. I, I need to add to it, though, because this is just the deer getting loose in the mall. Mm-hmm. But the reason that they can't leave the mall, I think, is... Um, hmm. All right, so let's say that, uh, like, there's there's been a couple of, like, bad um, instances of, like, zombie outbreaks, all right? So there's a... There's a, uh, there's a truck um, full of just, like... The corpse is headed to like a morgue or something. Like it's just like a van full of like bodies, mm-hmm. like from some outbreak. All right, and uh, it 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 crashes into a truck full of um, corn. Uh-huh. And, and the deer uh huh. And so it's just like blood <laughs> blood corn. 
blood corn and it just attracts <laughs> a ton of deer outside like it just it happens right at the intersection in front of the mall and so like and that's how all the zombie deer get attracted the, to like the mall the animals can talk and they're like oh jerry you gotta come over here and have some of this blood corn it's delicious <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Jer. Love this blood corn. It's so good. Oh, I'm a zombie. <laughs> right? That's what happens? Yeah. Can I Can I make a suggestion? Okay. So, uh, uh, let me ask a question first before I make a suggestion. So, we're saying that there's zombie deer, but are we also saying the deer can infect the humans? Yes. Yes. That's why they're okay. terrified of them. Okay, that's perfect. So, my question is, what if, like, w- this is on two fronts, like... People don't – let's say the beginning of people who are hunting deer don't understand that they can't eat the meat. But instead, they hunt the deer and they pass out, like, deer jerky. And it's mm-hmm. infecting people that way, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's, also, like a, it's just a trip. Because there's always, like, like jerky everywhere. stores at malls. Also, on the third front, what if, um, what if like, Billy Bob was walking into Buckmaster's like, hey, free corn. <laughs> and he grabs a handful of that blood corn. Yeah, okay. for sure. So, like it's just it's just like this just amalgamation of just stupid choices. And then it gets in the water. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and the only survivors are Ving Rames and Will Smith. In the mall. Um yeah. yeah, so so um I think what we need is like a so there's there's Ving Rames, he's the human hero, but we need like a Bambi is like the deer. deer yeah, maybe hero. he goes yeah. he's like sighting a deer and he sees and he looks and his eyes aren't red and he's like, Oh gosh, that's a live deer. Yeah, and he realizes that like all life is precious now, and he realizes he doesn't want to hunt the deer anymore. And so he walks up to Bambi, and he's like, "Sup?" And Bambi's like, "Sup?" And then he's like, "Oh crap, a talking deer!" <laughs> <laughs> I'll make millions off of this. <laughs> if this zombie oh. thing uh, blows over, we're gonna make millions, Bam! <laughs> and then he just saddles him and, and then rides he, him. He's away. like, saddles him and rides him. What's your What's your story, Bambi? I had to put Thumper down. Thumper <laughs> came at me. Just, he was going crazy. I just got the mental image of Ving Rhames riding a deer. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty majestic. Um, yeah, yeah. Thumper, like, poor Thumper. Like, um, the birds like were watching. It. They didn't help. Yeah. Um. So, so I think that uh, they they this movie ends. Um. With no hope. Like, the mall just gets overrun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, okay, there's a little bit of slight hope. I mean, Ving Rhames lives, and so does Bambi. But um, I need the last shot to be, uh, like, a dirt patch. And um, one of the blood corns makes it to, like, the dirt. <laughs> and grows, like, like, it just, like... Six months later, like like a bloody, like nasty, grody, like corn, like plant is taking place, and and Billy and, Bob's like, like something else needs to come yeah, eat that corn. Billy Bob's like, hey, look, red corn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. George W. Bush eats the corn. <laughs> okay, W. <laughs> but he like the thing is, if you eat the corn because it's it's grown in such a way, you still have some conscious thoughts. So he's like leading the zombies. Yeah. That's the sequel. That's the secret. All right. W, like w, you know W can't resist corn on the cob. W can't resist a piece of corn. Yeah. I didn't kill all those terrorists <laughs> for no, so I could have no corn. <laughs> uh, David, do you want to give a 30 second wait, pitch? Wait, 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 wait. And then he's like, this is shoe carbs. They're not carbs. They? They're starch. <laughs> shoe dodging carbs. <laughs> it's what gave me my strength the president. <laughs> you haven't been the president in years. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's what you think. <laughs> I'm president uh. of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> we succeed. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna text it. We're gonna text it. <laughs> text it. The text. Hashtag oh, text it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, David, do a thirty second pitch. <laughs> thirty second pitch, man. <laughs> So, um, in Bambi 2, Fawn of the Dead, Bambi's, uh, Bambi's mother didn't, turns out didn't quite die from that, uh, well, she did die from that bullet, uh, from the hunter's bullet. Let's be clear. Like, that was a horrible She was super dead. Bambi. Like, super dead. Yeah. Um, but she happened to, like, die and, like, her, 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 her tongue is just kind of hanging outside of her mouth, real dead-like, and, uh, 
some some toxic waste from like a, a, a toxic waste factory where they just produce toxic waste. Zombie um, waste. They just like produce the zombie waste. You know? Yeah, they're just just creaming zombies up and it's just sludge running down. They have the power uh, of the city somehow. And uh, she turns into a zombie deer. And that's uh, that's the first... Uh, she bites a couple of deer, like, getting up. Like, she's like, uh, uh, um, We didn't really describe what, like, zombie deer sound like, but I like to think that they just are screaming the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it just never stops. It's just like that in the whole movie. And it's just like this hum <laughs> in the background of... Ah! People are like going insane and like killing themselves just to be rid of that noise. <laughs> like, <it's- laughs> hey guys, I think oh. there's a horde coming, and you just hear. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it just slowly gets louder. <laughs> but, uh, no, I love yeah, that. So idea. she 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 bites a couple of deer and then comes across uh, Bambi and Thumper has to has to um tell tell break it to Bambi that he's got to put her down, and uh, so he does. Meanwhile, at a at a. Uh, at a mall, um, some hunters had killed a zombie deer earlier and made zombie jerky, and they're, they're handing it out at a Buckmaster's convention. Um, a van full of corpses and a truck full of corn crash outside the mall and make blood corn and attract all the zombie deer outside. Uh, meanwhile, inside, you've got people eating uh, the the zombie deer jerky, and then uh, Buckmaster's thought it wise to uh, release a bunch of deer in this mall and let the people attending the Buckmaster's convention hunt them. And uh, a couple of those deer were uh, were a little sickly when they got there. And guess what? Zombie deer running around in the mall. Um, <laughs> King Ving Rains is sent in to help him out. He uh, he makes it out of the mall, meets Bambi, and he's about to kill him and realizes Bambi's not a zombie. And they ride away. And uh, final shot is some blood corn made it to some fertile soil in and Texas. grows up. <laughs> the cycle continues. The cycle continues. <clears throat> okay. Man, uh, if that happened in real life. I'd I think the right South would be all right. Yeah, we'd be fine. <laughs> we'd be like, now we can finally hunt those deer to extinction like we always wanted to. <laughs> I hate deer. If we finally hunt all the animals to extinction, there's no one left to hunt but man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest, the, the most dangerous game. Um, I like, they're just like, the only thing I hate more than ISIS is deer. <laughs> um, so... That was pretty good, David. I like that one. Uh, yeah. That was a good one. Uh, that was a good one. I forgot hey. I had that one until like 20 minutes ago. Uh, so, hey, we just wanted to send a shout out and thank you guys so much for listening to us. Um, you're welcome to find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, send us a shout out. You can use the hashtag on Pitchable. Um, you can send movies to... David, what's the web address to send us movies? Uh, you can send us uh, your suggestions, hate mail, or... Um, loving devotion to movies at unpitchablepodcast.com that's movies at unpitchablepodcast.com and uh you're right nick they are welcome we we put out a good show and you're welcome guys. <laughs> <laughs> i meant they're welcome to send them to us but that works yeah yeah that too i <laughs> uh, just want to remind if you want to use the loot crate code uh, at lootcrate.com forward slash unpitchable and use the code unpitchable to say three dollars and burn your hand right off and just have well, a bloody stump where your hand used to be <laughs> <laughs> so you'll yeah, be that so much closer to your um comic book origin story if you do that <laughs> this um, is true so you guys want a um a final movie uh, david you got yeah. that for us yeah so this movie comes in from i'm going to butcher your last name i'm sorry sir jason Pfrommer. From Frommer, probably, maybe? Frommer, I bet that piece silent. Yeah, sure, but I like saying Pfrommer, so... Pfrommer. Thank you, Jason Pfrommer. He sent us a couple of good ones. We're going to bank a few of those, but the one that we're going to read tonight is uh, called Pokemon Pandemic, and his description is uh, the movie Outbreak, but with Pokemon as the virus origin. Um, (laughs) That sounds like something we would exactly come up with, Jason, so uh, thank you very much for that. Zyduck. You have to squeeze, you have to put your hands on your cheeks and make a fish face. I think I think that's a wrap for us. Um, just wanted to thank you guys for listening. I'm Nick Kagan. 
I'm David Johnson. I'm Tim Catania. Pitch yourself straight off a cliff. Are those mac and Cheetos like any good at all? Because there's like uh, a little bit of fat kid hope in me that they might we, be good. Are we? Uh, are we? Are we doing our recommends yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> never mind. Then. Never mind. I didn't realize that. Look, it's a secret. I tried, um, I tried to get that information out of him earlier, Nick. Yeah, he, David he was trying to be all covert about it and just like sneak in there. Greg, <laughs> if you're listening, I don't think you're a drug lord. Greg's a really nice guy. Uh, karaoke, right, right, car karaoke, right. and that's it. Yeah, I love Jesus. Love him. Jesus is my homeboy. Oh. <laughs> That's going on the end. <laughs> All right, hold on. There's someone driving a jet ski outside my freaking window. <laughs> oh, 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 God. That's muscular dog, guys. Get, get you some of that delicious blood corn in stores now. <laughs>